Hey there, Chris Gamble from Customized here with another episode on Anchor and on iTunes podcasts. Uh, thank you for all the listens to the show we did that covered the sort of build up to the HomePod speaker. Uh, and we also talked about the updates to Sonos, their app and speakers. Um, we're now a couple of days after the release of the HomePod. And I'm sure if you look on YouTube uh, and on social media, you'll see a lot of posts of people unboxing their HomePod speaker and a lot of people giving their, their feedback on it. And we've had an opportunity to, to have a look at the speaker. And I thought I would just do a quick follow up from the last episode just to say what our initial thoughts are. So first impressions were the the build of the speaker. Um, Small form factor, very squat, not a tall speaker. Probably the same height as a Sonos Play One or Sonos One speaker, but a larger circumference. Um, Takes up a little bit more space on your counter. So bear that in mind if you are planning to put it into any bookshelving or, or on a or on a counter. The outside of the speaker is a fabric finish available in a white and a and a black or dark grey colour. From my perspective I would avoid the white just for a practical from a point of view of keeping it clean. Um, you know, as much as you can keep your hands clean and things like that, moving the speaker, touching the speaker, uh, I can see that getting quite, quite dirty quite soon. And probably even more so if you have young people in the house and kids are gonna, they're gonna want to play with it. You know, it's in the same way that my son has played around with Amazon Echo devices that we got. You know, there's there's controls on top. You know, the, the speaker, the HomePod speaker has a little touch screen on top. No other, there's no physical buttons on the speaker, but the, the top part of the speaker is a touch screen. And when you when you call Siri to, to carry out a command, you see the, the, the screen reacting in a, in a sort of color pattern that it's, it's listening to your, your voice, your instruction. When there is music playing, and I think even when it's when not playing, the default display is a plus and minus volume display, um, which I think is is a good touch. There's a lot of speakers that that don't have that. You would rely on maybe saying volume up or down, or using your your smartphone or tablet to adjust the volume. Um, so having that that touch buttons on top is is a good. A good addition. I'd like to see what else that small touch panel evolves into. Uh, whether that will maybe, you know, when we, we, we investigate it further, we're going to get one for our office. Uh, investigate it further to see if we could maybe change that touch screen to maybe have a a button press for a an Apple Home scene. You know, like uh, all lights off as an example, you know, it might have a preset for, for the home. Uh, 
and then when it's playing music maybe then it defaults to the plus and minus keys but again we need to go a bit deeper to to get that kind of uh, to get that kind of functionality in terms of how the speaker any other features of the extent of the the design of the speaker it does have a power lead a very long trailing power lead to a standard plug, there's no transformer, it just goes to a standard, in our case, three pin UK plug. Uh, but the downside of the power lead is that it's it's hardwired into the speaker. It's not detachable. Uh, I see that as a, as a downside as well. If you've got the speaker on a countertop, again, you might have that excess of cable on show. So that's the physical side of the speaker, and I'll go on further to uh, the rest of the speaker. So in the first segment, I covered mainly the physical attributes of the of the new Apple HomePod. And on this section, I'm just going to give you my my impressions on the, the audio quality and my user experience with the HomePod. From a sound perspective, it sounds great. It really does. Um, as somebody that regularly listens to Sonos speakers daily, you know, it's a big product for our, for our business. It's way better than Sonos Play One. I would say it's better than the quality we get from a Play 3, but it's not quite the audio quality of a Play 5. What I did like about the HomePod was from such a small form factor, there was a nice warm bass sound to, to the music. There was still good clarity on, on, on vocals and the, and the higher, higher frequencies. I was listening to it in a retail environment, so Apple Store went there as a as a customer to see. Uh, you know, I would have purchased it, but there's a few things that uh, that held me back from purchasing it. Sound-wise, was very very good. Um, what I wasn't able to work out was if there was adjustment of the different. Uh, frequencies, so like a, some sort of equalizer that you could configure. I'm sure if I dive deeper into it, there's probably a way to configure that. Uh, but if that's not available, that's a big omission from Apple. Um, I know the um, there there will be. I'm pretty sure there will be a way to do that, but I didn't find out on my first first hands-on with the speaker. The speaker was, you know, natively dealing with Apple Music requests for playlists, songs, uh, and, and radio stations. Even in that retail environment, the the responsiveness to track names, artist names, um, playlists were were very good. Uh, even with a lot of background noise, it was picking up multiple people's requests. Um, the Apple employee also showed me some of the 
some of the smarter things that Siri is able to do now. So he was requesting updates on the latest sports scores, uh, asking for some some news, and you know that surprised me that 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 was available. I hadn't used Siri to ask for that yet, and actually tested those same phrases like uh, you know I asked for update on the Premier League scores and sure enough on my iPhone now instead of talking it back to me which the HomePod gave you a, a vocal rundown of the, the of the sports results my phone gave me it you know in a in a graphical way and I was able to scroll through the latest fixtures and, and the updates on on the match that day so from a voice user experience I found it very very good um, much better actually than how responsive my Apple Watch, phone or tablet is when I issue that um, Siri command. One device that we enjoy using with Apple and using voice control is actually the Apple TV and, that, and the, hitting that microphone button on the, the Apple TV remote. I always find that very, very reactive to searches that I do. Uh, and also I use that little voice remote as a as an Apple Home input method for, for giving a, a voice command. So there's definitely been some good, good work done on the microphone use. The audio, again, just to reiterate, very, very rich sounding speaker from a single speaker. I'm really excited about hearing it as a stereo pair and what that would be like on a bigger room. So definitely big thumbs up from Customized on the audio front. And voice control, again, very good, but not still with its limitations of, of Siri. Well, the final segment of this you know, my views on the new Apple HomePod. I want to just challenge some of the the flaws of this and, and if they're not quickly addressed by Apple, I fear that it could be, could be a flaw. So my first reservation about the, the product is that it's so closed off it's so isolated from the rest of the smart speaker market. Why did they not make it a product that would introduce people to Apple? You know, what, why not be friendlier with other music services? Why not have some alliances, even a few to begin with, you know, that you could, that you could link up. Uh, maybe tune in radio as, a, as an example. So less so another subscription service but enable an internet radio service you know and i would love to see that come in the future i think it just plays nicely with the people that have all already heavily invested in into apple and and i get that market i understand that 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 member of the public that's that's going to just extend their apple ecosystem in the same way that they've bought into having an Apple Watch 
um, or a tablet or the Apple TV, but these products all work with other vendors. For example, Apple TV, I can have Netflix on there and BBC iPlayer. On my Apple Watch, I can choose to maybe use the Apple Health and, and fitness uh, apps or you know use other other app that I may already have have a history of using whether that's uh, something that's tracking you know my fitness pal for example I know that that works works with Apple health I know there's integration as well so you could use the fitness applications that are built into the Apple so you're you know your targets, you're closing your rings, but that that feeds back into another another provider's wider service, which is also monitoring your your food and and uh, you know water intake and things like that. So it's it's a real shame that the HomePod has not has not been a bit more open with with others. Will it be? Oh, that's that's a tough one. Huh? I'm not. I'm not sure we'll see that in the short term. I think that might be forced by the user, uh, and, and, and people have to use this to to develop it as a as a music platform, as a smart speaker. I'm super disappointed. I said it before that basic things like multi-room music function. Why you know delay it even further? You know, okay, they delayed it once. Well. Delay it even more if it means that you launch with with multi-room music, you know, something that's done so well by lots of other brands, not just Sonos. Sonos are not exclusively the multi-room music uh, speaker company. There's there's dozens of brands that do that, and, and I just I'm I'm really disappointed that Apple didn't didn't come out with that immediately. Um, and the other omission, which I think is a is a bit of a, a failure on Apple's behalf, and I understand why they may not have done it, but it's, it's Bluetooth. You know, not everyone has AirPlay. If, you, if you're an Android user and you want to share some music with your friends on their HomePod, then Bluetooth is still a an open protocol that people use across all different vendors. You know, and I do feel that that's alienating maybe a younger member of the family that hasn't got a, an Apple device or um, or friends visiting that are not not Apple users. So Bluetooth, multi-room music, um, and, and not playing nicely with other vendors are, are where it's, that's what's prevented me being a buyer at this early stage of the, the Apple HomePod. So those were some of my first views on the Apple HomePod, my, my first time uh, with some hands on this speaker. It is a product I think I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy it for primarily as a, as a voice interface to my Apple Home system in my own home and in, in our offices. It's a product that I think we will encourage 
homeowners to use if they are an Apple household and they have subscriptions to Apple Music and they have Apple Home controlling things in their house like their lights, their heating, their blinds uh, and some other smart home services. I would love to hear from anyone listening what their views are on the Apple HomePod, positive and negative. I would really love somebody to call in to the show because I think um, this we could have a, a longer discussion here about, about HomePod. If you want to take that discussion onto social media, you can find us on Twitter at Customized. You can find us on Instagram at Customized1. And if you search for Customized on Facebook, we'll, we'll come up there as well. So on the, those three platforms, we're very happy to have a discussion with our listeners, with our followers about the Apple HomePod. If you want to discuss other speakers as well, we're more than happy to have discussions about alternatives to the Apple HomePod. So please guys, join in if you wish and stay tuned for further updates over the next few days. I'm going to try and lay down quite a bit on Anchor this week. And if you've got any topics that we want us to tackle or you want me to tackle, please call in. Start. You instigate the show. You choose the topics. So I've been Chris Gamble from Customized. I really appreciate you listening. Have a great day.